Uh, if you like Spout more, no, wait. <laughs> Is this mirrors? If you, if you like Spout lore and you want to hear more of it, go to patreon.com slash Spout lore and maybe if you give them enough money, they'll release me. <laughs> and we can see each other again. <laughs> I've been in this bar for years. Save me. <laughs> Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute who knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Vigor's half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdul Disease. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half elf druid, Paul Oppers. Good day. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello, everyone. When last we left our heroes. You all right? Yeah, I just puked a little bit in my mouth. Awesome. <laughs> I drank too much coffee. <laughs> no, you yeah. Didn't. You drank the right amount of coffee in three seconds. Yeah. Uh, Paul casually mentioned that abdul looked kind of tired so abdul looked paul in the face and slammed an entire americano in one goal 14 ounces like it was nothing quad yeah. shot <clears throat> oh my god he's gonna die <laughs> he's gonna die he's gonna barf on mike uh when last we left our heroes the infiltration of the light guard fort containing hopefully maggie and perel had begun in earnest Tuck began the, the day slash episode by absolutely slapping the shit out of a Magi. And then they swiftly forgot about the fact that they were here for Maggie and Perel and started investigating the room they were in. If you found like what is basically a movie theater, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you forget too? That you direct with your hands. Yeah. Uh, after some prompting from the players, we discovered a secret chamber beneath the room they were in, hidden beneath a descending floor containing some kind of reliquary of the light guard including chipped and faded paintings on the wall that once a fire was lit in the brazier in the center became a, a moving portrait of sorts mm -hmm. that seems to tell the tale of Lillian's war aka the grieving it depicted the blood moon the shattering pieces of that moon falling to the earth in various spots so cool uh which led us to the discovery that perhaps the four frost isles are part of a fragment of the moon or contain a fragment of the moon through that we then swiftly connected some dots thinking oh man maybe they want to chain the spirit of the moon mm -hmm. uh maybe that's why they needed ving's power in the knife and maybe that's why they've drawn you here with maggie and perel acting as bait to get you into a trap shit uh, what else did we find? We found a shard of a mirror, a gigantic mirror, mm -hmm. a huge piece that seems to, when you look in it, uh, show you an image of a room buried in sand with shafts of light coming down through the ceiling. It's got some kind of magical signature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It belonged to a McCollin wizard at oh, some point. Right. Um, what was the other thing we learned? We learned a bunch of little stuff 
a bunch of little things looking at the painting. Yeah, that, the painting was another version of the uh, the breaking of the chains. The breaking of the chains, which is the painting from Aquarius study. Yes, which depicted from what we could tell the wizard war, mm-hmm. but this version depicted the grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes you think maybe the breaking of the chains was based upon an older painting. Oh, oh I like cool. that a lot. Like it still does depict the wizard war, but it was based on an older painting. Like finding a Sistine Chapel, but with like cave people or something. Like <laughs> exactly. their fingers are pointing at each other. Hey, yeah. exactly. They're wearing like hides and poking each other with bones. <laughs> um, poking each other with bones. Yeah. Uh, we learned that in this room or maybe in this place, the waning knife gives off a bright light because we knew before that it reflected in certain angles the light of the moon the light of the moon without giving off actual visible light but Mm -hmm. for some reason now it glows brightly yeah then you guys decided to go up guns blazing and just rose into the chamber above you popped a cork on a sabotage bottle (laughs) got ready to fight yeah nobody had some time to prepare an ambush and instead carved uh storm and norman was here into the wall it's like i carved uh effigy of storm and norman into the wall <laughs> yeah. full-on portrait yeah. like he's dead like yeah. it was an in memoriam it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's like when you go to the beach and they're having those sandcastle competitions yeah <laughs> exactly. he's like leaning against the wall i took the wall back like four feet <laughs> <laughs> left him like leaning there like it's amazing uh, and then while you were arguing about whether to go up or down and whether you needed to go in or to get out or get up to get down or whatever the fuck you were uh, surprised by a guard uh, but then you beat ass for a while. Mm-hmm. Billy and uh, Ving took down four people. Tuck took down one guy and scared the others off. And uh, after questioning one of the surviving guards, you descended into some sort of ancient moon temple to find Maggie chained to a pillar, a, stil- a stalactite. Perel unconscious, also chained to a pillar. An altar in the center of the room with a skin over top of it. A group of terrified pirates. <laughs> Irk, the Magi, and Roth. Ugh. And that is where we find our heroes now. How the fuck did you get out of the library, Roth? Ha! He laughs villainously. <laughs> What's funny about that? You think your pathetic library could hold me? Yeah, I did. Actually. Yeah, we kind of we assumed <laughs> yeah. that when we left. And that was your error. What are you doing here? I believe you have something that belongs to me. Ving starts messing with his belt. Give me the knife. Submit to me. And this will all be over soon. Oh, he's like, oh, I think I have it right here under one of his pocket flaps. It flips on the bird. <laughs> it's like, no, Ving, for real. No, for real, we do have it. And then Tuck takes off his backpack and he puts it in and then he takes it out and he's doing the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> And then Billy's like, no, they gave it to me to hold. And then he pats around his tummy and then does like the upside down bird hands on his face. (laughs) Googly eyes. (laughs) And Maggie starts laughing so hard. We look like idiots. Uh, And Roth goes, enough. Don't make this any worse than it has to be. And we're all doing the bird eye face thing. <laughs> and things like, don't make it worse than it has to be. And he draws back his hand and he fires a bolt of pure flame directly at Ving. Ving steps in front of the kids. And oh, takes right. It. I forgot. You're takes immune it. to flame. And walks towards him as he's shooting fire. All right. Uh, that sounds like a fight with honor. He's really pissed me off. Eight. So we get two. Okay. Two chi. Yeah. The fight 
begins basically uh ving starts striding towards roth who begins punching bursts of flame at him as the three remaining pirates decide whether or not to attack billy and tuck (laughs) i sidle along the walls towards the pirates and i'm just gonna try to talk to them oh you're just gonna try and talk to them yeah yeah okay roll a defy danger uh charisma to get them to talk to you eight okay so it's gonna work kind of but not really what do you say to these guys i i guarantee you you don't want to be here for this uh, uh um they're like but you guys are between them and the door basically and they're like looking behind you at the door they're like we we have to and tuck like stretches <laughs> and like pops every muscle <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's weird to look at. It sounds like it. <laughs> um, and I guess he's either doing Warcry or what are you waiting for? It sounds like Warcry. Billy has basically stopped them from attacking for a moment. Uh-huh. So you guys can further convince them to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So go ahead and roll. What is it? 2d6 plus constitution? Nope. Plus charisma. Okay. Here we go. Warcry. Nine. Okay. And Billy's aiding. Uh, true. Yeah. Billy roll 2d6 plus bond. Six. Oh my god. Uh, that's okay. I could. I'll use a fairy child to turn a failed roll into a seven to nine. Fun. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. So take one away, and Billy's like ambient fairy energy lights Tuck's body in a way that makes him look even more yeah. shredded. It makes him look all oiled. Up. I was gonna say oiled up. Yeah. <laughs> so glimmery. It looks like I'm in a cut phase, which I'm definitely not. Yeah. I'm still in a book phase. <laughs> Uh, and they all just kind of look in terror at both of you and then break and try and run around you to the door. And Tuck, like, as they're running by him, goes, to scare them. Yeah. They go, and start, dude, seriously, we're already leaving. They drop all their weapons and they sprint up the stairs. I grab some of their weapons. Hell yeah, not a crayon. And Ving. You get within striking distance of Roth as he he's backing up, but you close the distance quick enough. He wasn't expecting you to walk through the fire. Okay. So on his last boat of fire, I use elemental form to transmute my body into a form made from the raw element. So I let his fire encompass me into a fire suit. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'll use mid nature's fury, his own fire against him and um, hack and slash um, kick side into his chest. It's wild how fucked like an elementalist is against <laughs> you right now. Yeah, totally. Oh, I, I have fight with honor, so I have two of those, so I could just deal my damage to a foe within reach. Mm-hmm. Five. Five, yeah. So how do you hit him? I, I sidekick, like f- slow matrix style, like, yeah, with my legs staying up in the, in the air. Yeah, so you connect and he reels back, flame arcing up towards the ceiling and uh, gains his footing and prepares for another strike. Tuck and Billy, Irk is there. He's in a stance and he's like... Just looking at you, not sure what to do. I was thinking it would be maybe funny if we rushed him and pretended to fight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but like talk to him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Tuck and Billy look at each other with their eyebrows up like. And we wink loudly at each other. Bing. Bing. (laughs) You guys hear the like. 
Keep your eyes closer. <laughs> Our eyes make a blink sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound that Irk's eye makes yeah. as he winks back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of you roll a uh, defy danger. I guess both of you defy oh, danger yeah. charisma. Here we go. Whoa. Shit. Thirteen. Oh my god. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Can I aid Billy? Because we're both doing it at the I same time. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. At nine. Okay. Oh, thank so, you. <laughs> how do you aid me? Uh, by doing a stage whisper, being like, "We're gonna pretend to fight." Two, two, three, 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 two, two. Here we go. <laughs> Counted in. Because <laughs> Roth is distracted. Oh yeah, totally. He's he's fully fighting Ving right now. So you guys rush Irk and start pretend fighting him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as you're running at him, he starts punching and kicking forward <laughs> and you feel, no, you feel gusts of air oh, uh, okay. whip past your head, but like he's missing you. And, and as it's happening, Tuck's going, ow, oh, ow. Oh. <laughs> so Tuck's doing it convincingly. <laughs> Pretending to fall. And Billy's doing it less convincingly. <laughs> Billy is reeling back at like the wrong time. Like his timing is off. <laughs> he's really slow. <laughs> and then he'll, he's doing too much acting. So he's saying things like, my fair rosy skin, how blemished it has become and bruised. Uh, you know, I bruise like a little peach. Owie, I hit my toe. <laughs> <laughs> I am slain. <laughs> and every once in a while, your hair and clothes go like poof as Urk hits you with a puff of air yeah. to try and make it look believable. Mm. So you get close and you're now like hand to hand fighting, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And what are you saying to Urk? Dude, dude, what the fuck's going on? I, what do you what do you mean? Like the, the, the thing? What the fuck is happening here? He's honestly told me like so little. <laughs> Where is the book? What do you mean? Where's the book? You were supposed to get me that book. It's right there. Oh, that's the and book. He, he kind of like t- turns and does a punch towards the altar <laughs> yeah. at, at the skin. Oh, the skin is He's the like, book. It's not oh. a book. It's a text. That's the text. Oh, and what about that note you left me? What do you mean note? The one under the bed. That's the only one you found? <laughs> Where are the others? What do they say? I said I left like a dozen. Oh my God. So can I steal the book really slowly? I mean, I don't know if you could. Should I steal the book? I say to Tuck. And I, I'm like, why did we want the book again? I don't remember. <laughs> to to find out the secrets of the Magi. Right. Corella's magic back. Yeah, yeah true. And he says from fighting across the room, it's together. Because <laughs> he knows. Yeah, totally. And then I'm like, yeah, also probably without it, like Roth can't do whatever the fucked up thing he's trying to do here. We're, at this point, we're the just, fight has become not believable, yeah. and we're just punching in the air as we're <laughs> dancing next to each other. He's doing just it bouncing too. up and down. Uh, I will say that Roth will recognize what you're doing eventually, but in the meantime, uh, he slides back from Ving's uh, devastating sidekick and uh, does a little spin to kind of get his momentum going. And comes up with his heel and a back kick. And as he kicks at the altar, a slice of rock snaps off of the altar like a saw blade and whips through the air towards you. What do you do? Can I block it somehow? Uh, Yeah, you could roll like a defend or a defy danger dexterity to uh, like dodge out of the way, constitution to take the hit. Lots of stuff. Okay, I'm going to try and um, use my harpoon that's been on my back and try and like um, ping it up. Yeah. And... uh, I want to try and recover it and use the blade against him. Oh, totally. Yeah. Give me a defy danger dexterity to okay. kind of angle the staff right or the harpoon. 10. 
Perfect. So you, um, like bullet time style, the, the rock slices through the air, you knock it out of the way. It continues past you and you've, I reach behind me and grab it as it's flying past me. Yeah. Like blindly grab it. Yeah. You've got time to like manipulate the elements yourself. I grab it. I bring it back. I crush it. And then I elongate it into a spear and put on my harpoon and then go with the spear. So fucking sick. And because it's an element that I've attached to the spear, I get to use my thing. Your D10. Yes. Three. You still have to roll, hack, and slash. I can't wait. <laughs> or you can spend one of your uh, fight with honor to ten do hack and slash. Okay, yeah. Now you deal your damage for sure. Okay, for sure. One. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, here's how I imagine this happening: the uh, stone blade, circle blade, like whips past you. You reach behind you, but like in a spin behind you to continue your momentum. Crush it. It elongates the spike on your on your harpoon, yeah. which you stab towards Roth, mm-hmm. and it comes towards his chest, and he's got both of his arms bent at a ninety degree angle, and he just snaps the blade off. Oh, oh cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Sick. Yeah, I see that. I'm like, shit. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but uh, you do still like one day like shards of the rock still slice into his flesh. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, so there's an opening into his flesh. There is an opening into his flesh. He's actually got many openings into his flesh. He's got two on his face, one below his nose, okay. one in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep going. <laughs> one in his pee hole. Dear penthouse. His- <laughs> <laughs> so we'll cut back to uh, Tuck and Billy fighting, quote unquote, Irk. What's the plan here? Um, I, okay, there. Uh, it's like a several layer plan. Mm-hmm. I would like to create a convincing illusion and steal the the text mm-hmm. and sort of make it seem like I like the text is still there. Roll a defy danger dexterity to basically run up and grab it. Okay. Without being seen. Uh dexterity, so nine plus two, eleven, and I pretend like Irk kicked me. Yeah, yeah. great. And I <laughs> grab it yeah. as I'm falling. And as you grab it off the the altar uh the image remains mm-hmm. on the top of the altar oh, cool. so cool yeah. yeah and i roll and i as i'm rolling on the floor um i roll it up <laughs> like scroll it up and shove it under my clothes yeah great wow um, it's quite a large skin you're able to get it under your shirt but it's like not going to hold up to much scrutiny no, and i definitely like fold it in places i shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like if if uh if farah saw you do this she would cry yeah um but <laughs> i was not gentle but I'm the spine boy the spine <laughs> sorry but you don't have to hold it. It's now it's secure in your shirt. It's just not hidden. Mm-hmm. It's just like puffed. It's out of the collar. Oh, my, my yeah. bones. My little bones have broken. Tuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do? You see Billy uh, roll across the floor and grab the, grab the text from the altar. I think I would. I'm going to keep pretending to fight with mm-hmm. Irk, but I'm going to try and get some information out of him. Okay. About like what... Like what his end game is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay, so you're gonna have to roll another Defy Danger Charisma if you're gonna get like a bunch of info, basically. Okay. Oh shit. Nine. Okay, you can ask him one question. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like the the Star Trek Star Trek scene where it's like right. <laughs> you're like holding on to each other, yeah, with the axe. Yeah, totally. Uh, and uh, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is Roth trying to do here? I don't know. And he uh, ducks and goes like, poof, like your hair. You feel your beard go as and he I, gives you a little puff in the chin. I do a little jump to pretend that <laughs> he hit you yeah. hard. 
<laughs> oh, my beard. It's like, there's some kind of spirit in this place and, and Roth wants it. He wants its power. Cool. That's about what we thought too. I think it's the spirit of like a part of the moon or something. Oh my God. You can't let him do that. Why? Uh, 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 kick, uh, spin. <laughs> and it's, we're, we're like doing capoeira now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dancing back yeah, and forth. I kind of explained to him like, yeah, we found a room that was like, it was about the grieving. It was about the war. And it said that a piece of the moon landed beneath the island after the shattering. From what I know, uh, block, punch. Uh, <laughs> Saying block, punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going through stances in his mind, like kata, basically. It's like, we, we bind the the primordial spirits because they're the simplest they're the the they, their their power is uh ubiquitous but spread out so we can chain them more easily but spirits like the moon the sun the planet nobody messes with those and then i grab him in a bear hug and we start rolling around on the ground together <laughs> no you'll never get me i'm like why not they're too powerful what do you mean they're basically gods okay <laughs> That was because he accidentally stabbed me. Yeah, <laughs> spirits like that are strong enough from what from what we've learned to have embodiments on the material plane, like people kind of thing. Like, pe- yeah, you know the story of Lillian. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get. I got you. Okay, <laughs> he can't. He cannot be allowed to do this. Okay, I'll try and stop him. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, just like pretend to knock me out. Okay, and then I <laughs> actually knock him out. <laughs> I try and hit him really softly. Yeah. And <laughs> do I roll? You're gonna roll. Defy danger, strength to not knock him out. Pull your punches. Okay, twelve. Okay, you're able to control your strength enough that you don't knock him out. And he goes ooh, 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 like a like Street Video Fighter, yeah. yeah. And he lands on the ground and goes. Ugh. And sticks his tongue out to the side and pretends to fall asleep. And Tuck goes into like the superhero crouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Tuck wins. Uh, and Ving. Roth uh, prepares for another strike. Okay. I want to discern realities to get insight into how he's fighting. Okay. 2d6 plus wisdom. I've got eight. Okay. So you get one question. What here is useful to me? Yeah. Uh, okay. Something that you notice is uh, he stopped using fire for sure. Um, he avatar style seems to have like a skin on his like hip that he is using to like fire bursts of water at you once in a while. Oh. Um, and he has bent. <laughs> he has used the stone from the altar to fight you, but he doesn't appear to be manipulating any of the stone in this chamber. Mm-hmm. Like he is either unable to or unwilling to oh so that's something that you notice is that he's not like he could try and crush you if he was just like in a regular stone chamber but he's not yeah but he can use the stone in the middle mm-hmm. so right now what he's doing is he's using a cushion of air to basically like surf around you to try and get a better angle uh to attack you sure and so when he goes around me i'm gonna elemental my form and be left standing uh, um Ving made of the stone, the white alabaster yeah. stone in the room. Ooh, okay. Okay. Because I noticed that he's not using it in it. Yeah, totally. It seems to be a barrier. Oh. Roll plus con. Nine. Nine. Sick. Oh. Use an 88. I will aid. Ha- okay, how? Um. So Billy feels Ving trying to pull something. Like, it, it's almost like he feels that spirit energy, like, flowing through him. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's, like, pulling from... 
I'm like, pulling on the spirit of the moon. Yeah. Mm. Whoa. So Billy's going to aid Ving by acting as like a conduit sort of for mm. the moon energy to flow through him. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Totally. So sick. It's a very like instinctual thing for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2d6 plus bond. Eight. Okay. Nice. Great. Great. Um, so you reach out with your like fairy perception trying to find the barrier between where this energy exists and the material world um, to kind of bring it forth into this plane. Uh, you connect and you feel and also kind of see like a light brightening around you like Ooh. for a moment like everything seems to brighten and then a memory comes to you unbidden you see a beach like a stony beach trees evergreen trees on the coastline uh the waves crashing against the shore and you feel just like total contentedness mm-hmm. and uh you look to your side and you see a maybe mid thirties man, very lean, uh, with like a small, like close cropped dark beard and dark hair, like down kind of like to his uh, shoulders. And he smiles at you and you feel yourself smile at him. And then you hear a voice and a laugh and you look behind you and a young boy runs down the beach to you. And then you're back in this room. Pretty sad. (laughs) 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 and i look up at ving and ving you feel this like wave of spiritual energy crash towards you it's a lot of grief a lot of grief and love and that uh gives you the little kind of boost that you need to take your elemental form you just you just reach out with this energy you try and do like your usual thing like envision an animal and create a form uh, and instead, what happens is you feel this change come over you as you sheath your body in pure moonlight. And you feel a form take place around you as you take on the shape of uh, a massive wolf. Wow. Oh, wow. Sick. Guys, am I a wolf right now? <laughs> <laughs> Billy nods. <laughs> Wide eyed. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa. This conversation is not happening, I should say. <laughs> okay. But everybody looks in this direction and you can see this like wolf made of moonlight and you can see Ving. It's kind of like humanish wolf, almost like a werewolfy. Yeah, totally. Bipedal oh. wolf. Halfway between. Mm-hmm. Because it's connected to the moon. Cool. And Roth like skids to a halt uh, on his air cushion and he looks at you wide eyed and goes, No. And I pounce on him all fours and try to connect my all fours to the ground Ooh. and make a cage around him oh, and pin him cool. to the ground. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Use a defy danger strength or one of your hold, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, it's a wolf thing to hold things down. Great. I'll spend my hold. You pounce on him and these like brilliant white shining jaws clasp around his neck yeah. and hold him down and he struggles and you just hear him repeating. No, 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 no. Billy. Uh, you see this wolf <laughs> holding Roth to the ground. What do you do? Uh, I go uh, unlock Maggie. Um, you run up and Maggie is there and she goes, Billy. Hi, Maggie. Uh, I knew I knew you'd get here. I knew you'd get here sooner or later. Once once you're free, I'm going to need you to unlock Perel. All right. And she kind of like moves to get the locks closer to you. I only got a six. 
Tuck, can you help me? Yeah, sure. And I just grab it and pull the chain. Oh, thanks. Okay. 2d6 plus bond. Uh, set eight. <laughs> yeah. And Tuck reaches forward and goes, here, let me hold it for you. Clank. <laughs> there, unlock it. That was, that was pretty good. Wow. Teamwork, Billy. Nice job. High five. <laughs> you hear the smallest. <laughs> that was the smallest. Uh, and Maggie stands up and, you know, like rubs her wrists where the manacles were and uh, looks at Perel and goes, we got to get him and we got to get out of here. There are definitely more of these guys coming. Yeah. Did you see like a weird wrapped dude with goggles and kind of like a ranged weapon on their back? Yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but you do not want to get within his line of sight. Okay. Can I try and rip Perel's manacles off as well? Yep. 2d6 plus strength. Here we go. Uh, 15. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You, you actually, you grab them and they turn to dust in your hands. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> you, actually, you, you pull them so hard and then you look and you realize both of Prell's arms are still attached to the manacles. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you get them right off and okay. Prell is uh, stirring, but unconscious. For I, sure. sh- I shake him a little bit. I'm like, are you okay, buddy? <laughs> he looks, he, he was definitely beat up a little bit, but he's doing. He's alive for sure. And I smack him on the face. I was like, you did good. Uh, uh, Tuck? Yeah. Is Ving here? Yeah, we're here to save you, you guys. Gotta, you, no, you don't need to save us. You need to save Ving. You need to get him out of here right now. Wait, what are you ta- What the fuck are you talking about? And you hear footsteps as people start pounding down the stairs towards you, shouting, and um, a more like a group of Medjai enter the room and start spreading out. Uh, and Ving, you've got Roth under your jaws. I want to use the tattoo ink that I took from Roth and the Magi knife to give him some sort of tattoo to either tether him in place or to overload his power or to give him power that he doesn't want that brings balance to the power that he does have. I don't know. Something. What do you think? That's Mm -hmm. fucking sick. I think that's really cool. I think yeah, let's figure out how you do that. The only thing is that like you don't really know how this ritual works. You don't know how the Magi tattooing actually works works, but you do know that there's a text in the room that outlines the ritual. Oh. Perel. Uh, yeah, if he were able to get the text from Billy, he might be able to study it really quickly. So he's like, get the heck because <laughs> my mouth is around <laughs> the guy's neck. Uh, Billy is smart and he knows things. Because <laughs> we're always yelling at him when we're brushing our teeth. Yeah. yeah. They're always telling me like, in circles, <laughs> don't brush too hard. And I'm like, he wants the text. <laughs> so I throw it to Perel. All Catch. Right. 2d6 plus dexterity. Seven. Okay. So um, you throw it through the air. Perel goes like, huh? And then it hits him in the chest and he goes, oh, <laughs> he kind of flops his arms around it. You have to read it. Okay. All Use right. Use your nerd powers. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me some, give me some time. We have no time. And he starts looking around for his glasses. <laughs> and then Tuck, like the hero he is, reaches into his little backpack and pulls out his nerd glasses <gasps> and hands them to Perel. He goes, what? Oh, he opens them up and puts them on and goes, oh, they're my exact prescription. <laughs> and then Tuck like puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, we're more alike than you think, friend. And he takes them off and he looks at him and goes, these are my glasses. <laughs> And then Tuck gives him a little salute and then runs to help Billy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and you can see Perel. I stole You do the, the two fingers salute and then you jump off the thing. Uh, yeah, Perel unrolls the text and starts reading it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're running, Tuck, you run around the altar. 
to get to Billy and you see Maggie like take two steps, plant a foot on the altar and leap off of it towards the group of Magi. So sick. I, it looks like that one scene from the Avengers 2 where they're all jumping at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I want to just as she's jumping over my shoulder, throw her my spear. Whoa. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Sick. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So she snatches that out of the air and comes down and just like plants it through somebody. <laughs> and Tuck goes, whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! It was the janitor from earlier? <laughs> no! Wow! The elevator attendant who was just emptying a garbage can. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> fucking speared. <laughs> Schlock. That better not be true. It's not. It's a magi. And Billy, you've been sur- <laughs> you've been surrounded. What do you do? I pull out the sick sword that I stole from the pile of weapons that the pirates left behind, mm-hmm. and one of them is like one of those like swashbuckler swords. Uh huh. And I start doing like cool like woo, woo flippy <laughs> flips with the sword. And it's one foot longer than Billy's entire body. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, give me a so you're they're close enough. You can just give me a defy danger or sorry a hack and slash. 11. <laughs> Oof. Jessica has the knife. She's whipping it around. <laughs> Swash buckle. She's buckling a bunch of swashes right now. Look at all those buckles. <laughs> oh my God. You almost cut your own boobs off. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> roll your, uh, roll your damage. Just your straight damage. No fancy shit. Seven. Oh my God. Uh, I wow. slit some throats. Yeah. Because it's so long. Uh, they, unfortunately, Medjai are a little tougher than these pirate folks, so you're only able to take down one. But yeah, tell me how you take him down. Yeah, he gets in the way of my six swashbuckling. <laughs> um, and it just nicks his jugular. He's oh, done. My God. I'm so sorry, I say. I didn't mean to kill you. <laughs> I just meant to wound you. And he's just laying on the ground like blood spurt he's got his hand on his neck he's like what the fuck? i told you to leave me alone <laughs> little kid <laughs> but you see uh thankfully you see uh, his hand ice is over whoa and it looks like he's just holding his neck closed with some sort of frozen bandage but he like scoots he pushes with his heels and scoots along the floor to like a corner of the room but holds his uh <clears throat> his jugular frozen shut that's cool tuck what do you do um, a Medjai rushing down the stairs uh, sees you rushing towards him and punches forward twice and two fist-sized chunks of the steps behind him uh, whip forward towards you. I want to jump and do a front flip over the rocks. Okay. Historically, never landed one of these. No, not Canonically. once. <laughs> this is amazing. 2d6 plus dexterity. Holy shit, 12. Oh my God. <laughs> what? miracle (laughs) you run forward you leap even just like the beginning of your leap one passes right under your nose and then you flip your whole body over the second one and the medjay goes oh yeah (laughs) and then medjay this is the medjay these are my legs crotch right in the face he gets a face full of your nuts yeah and i'm wearing the kimono so it's all out there <laughs> flapping in the wind. All right. <laughs> Fuck bag, it's the whole T box. <laughs> Hack and slash. 2d6 plus strike. 10. 10. Whoa. All right. Roll oh your roll your damage. Seven. Okay. Uh yep. This is enough to take out this guy. <laughs> so you just this smell is too intense. Oh my god. 
We've been down this cave for a while. Yeah, it's getting musty. Uh, Jessica's laughing so hard. She's not doing it into the mic, but she is laughing. But uh, you, so you ride this guy's face down <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> Jessica laughing into the mic. <laughs> uh, and he smacks his head onto the stone floor and is unconscious. He smacks his head on your stone floors. <laughs> <laughs> your stones smack his head into the floor. Oh, yeah. Um, and you feel uh, like a burning grip as two hands clasp on your shoulders, smoldering and try oh. and pull you back into the room. Uh, Ving, mm-hmm. you are a wolf, mm-hmm. a man made of light. And, you're, you wanna, and stone. And stone. So you've got Roth under your jaws. He's starting to gather himself and break loose. Okay, I have a move called Eye of the Storm. When I exert my will in a circle around me, things calm, elements calm, the earth calms below my feet, fires calm. I want to use that and use... um, He's an elemental form, so I want to exert my Eye of the Storm on his power. Yeah, well, and I mean... But now that I think about it, depending on the role, you might be able to eliminate the elemental manipulation of everybody in this room. Oh, shit. Oh, if I do it... And I, yeah, because or it's just going to affect him. It, uh, the eye of the storm, it, he exerts his will in a circle around himself. Oh, yeah. And on a hit, he rolls, or the it comes around comes. you, but on a seven to nine, it affects only what you touch. So oh, okay. he could come like the elemental storm within all of these uh, magi. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, like, as they're calling it into being, it would just dissipate. dissipate. Yeah. Okay, cool. Eye of the storm. First time using it. Uh, nope. You, you used it before. You this is it my on... first time today using this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Okay. So you're only able to affect, uh, what you touch as long as you're touching it. Okay. So you're holding Roth and he, uh, as a last ditch effort, he tries to like, uh, manipulate the stone, the, the alabaster underneath him. And I let go. I mean, I'm still touching him with like, I'm, I'm sitting on half oh, his body. Yeah, totally. But I stand up like. Yeah, as long as you're you're holding him, as long as you're in bodily contact with him, he yeah. can't like he punches forward and you see in his face uh that he's lost this connection. He's like, What have you done? I boop his nose. <laughs> he bats away your hand. Don't touch me. Are you still a wolf right now? Oh, I'm very much a wolf. I can <laughs> wolf pause boop. <laughs> uh yeah, so you've got one more hold there if you want to keep it. Um but yeah, he's struggling. He's trying to like fight you, fight you now. You brought me here. You wanted me here. Here I am. Let me up and you'll meet your destiny. My destiny is coming to meet you. And I pull out the Magi knife from behind me. Oh, and I, fuck. I slice a spiral around my arm and I, um, I slice the Magi knife right across his, um, the circle, the, the black oh. circle in his tattoo. Oh, the anchor tattoo? The anchor tattoo. Oh yeah. And I, I push my arm down and I, Give him, this is what you wanted. You wanted, you have, you're full of all the blood of all the animals you've ever taken, I've ever taken. You have the the blood of what I have been, but you don't have the blood of what I am. You want the power, here it is. And then I let it go and I, I stand up, I let go of him. Holy shit. Wow. I unive the storm. Woof. So something you feel kind of through the spiritual background noise that you're always kind of perceiving here and there that he doesn't since you destroyed that tattoo with the knife uh with the tooth that connection that he had that chain you feel those spirits like woof, leave this area holy shit like oh, whoa. You, you've unleashed 
the spirits that were connected to him. Your tattoos will no longer hurt you. And he uh, gets up, stumbles to his feet as there's still a melee happening, like, you know, <laughs> 10 feet away. And he runs his hand across his chest, looks at the blood and just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucked up dude <laughs> is what tuck says for where he because he hears the laugh and he's like what the fuck is Wait, wrong what'd you, what'd you say <laughs> did you tell a joke <laughs> i don't Just like to- it when you have inside jokes with other people <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay billy Ving, uh, billy tuck uh you and maggie are uh fighting these magi they still have control of their elements mm-hmm. although okay so one of them does this kind of jab to try and throw a gout of fire at you, Tuck. Mm-hmm. And it goes like, whoosh, like it flares crazy big. And you see him step back like he didn't expect it to be that powerful. Oh, because the elements that Roth had chained are kind of like loose in the area. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's like and gasoline. It is. It, it And it like, it's on his hand for a little bit longer than you can tell he wants it to be. Ooh, so ooh, he's like, oh. fuck, like he's trying to blow it out. Whoa. Sick. Oh my God. I'm going to try to use that against them. Yeah. Totally. Um, Maggie, um, basically gets the pole of, uh, Ving's harpoon, like behind the neck of one of them and just pulls him forward and <laughs> fucking headbutts him right in the nose. Oh, oh great. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, you guys realize you've never really seen her fight. She's fucking savage. She's so cool. She, she, so she headbutts this guy and then she grabs him by like the front of his like robe and turns and uses like the leverage of his weight and her like slightly lower center of gravity and just whips him over her shoulder onto the ground and follows it up with a pretty brutal stomp ving is like in this terrible moment maybe he regrets everything he's ever done and and roth is like power welling up and like ha 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 and he's like like looking over at maggie fight like (laughs) Oh my god, fucking cold. She does this spear maiden. Yeah, she does this brutal stomp and then spins to start fighting another guy. And she does this cool thing where she spins the staff around her neck. Whoa! Like she's kind of yeah. guiding it with Whoa. her hand and whipping it in a circle that like extends around her. Holy shit. I can do that. <laughs> she's doing like a fucking whirlwind maneuver. Sean, keep describing how Maggie is defeating everyone so yeah. we don't have to do no. anything. Yeah, Bill- Billy is just like, he's just standing there, mouth open. He's like, got more popcorn. I could probably do that. And he starts doing it with the sword, like almost cuts his own head off. <laughs> goes to grab the sword. From Give me that. Give me that. Well, I wanted to try. But, uh, Not with the fucking sword. <laughs> Billy, you see something interesting. Another Magi starts rushing down the stairs and he sees you and you see him like do this low stomp on the stairs uh-huh. and the stone pushes him forward, like throws him down the stairs. But uh, you could tell at, as soon as he launches himself, his eyes go wide and he sails right over you and he slams into the ground and does a roll. People are definitely losing control of their elements. So, Billy, what do you do? Um, I I notice that, and I think, sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I grab another weapon off the pile on the floor from the pirates. <laughs> this time, it is a. I don't what a what gun. If- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Why do I know what the other? No, is? it's not a gun. <laughs> uh, it's we don't have guns in our world. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, we do. That one guy does. Yeah, that one guy. That you one. You don't know what that is? Sure. Is there like a weapon that's like uh like a chain with like a short ball on the end of it for like beating people? Yeah. I, I said one of them had a ball and chain. Yeah, I think yeah, that's why I grabbed okay. the chain and ball. So okay. I'm basically like Woo. doing a little dance. <laughs> like spinning <laughs> around my whole body with yeah. this trying to copy Maggie Cole's moves and mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I'm Maggie Cole. <laughs> here here I am. No, that's not the right accent. <laughs> I'm Maggie Cole. <laughs> I'm swinging my sword around. And you, you get a momentum going where both of your heels are just pressed into the floor yeah. and the ball's spinning you like a top. Yeah. All right, roll a hack and slash on this guy. This poor man who just showed up. Uh, five. Ooh, damn. I, I don't do a good job. Oh, yeah. fuck. Uh, just okay. miss him. Yeah. You just fucking whiff it, bud. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so you are trying to get this guy and he uh is still getting to his feet and he's able to like throw himself back at the last second before you clobber him and you hear something that's like a and uh feel like air whistle next to your head and a little puff of stone next to you did you just throw that at me (laughs) it came from the direction of the stairs i look yeah at the top of the stairs just before they arc out of sight you see the cloth wrapped figure uh (gasps) pointing whatever the device that he carries at you holy shit i want to go chase after that guy the guy on the stairs Mm. okay cool yeah uh tuck uh you you heard like a and you got a magi right in your face he's blowing gusts of air that are like throwing his own arms back Mm -hmm. uh, but he's really trying to get a handle on it i see that billy's like going after that uh cloaked figure and i'm like you know what the Magi could use a break from Billy. I'll let him take take the cloaked figure. Because <laughs> Billy's been fucking these Magi up. Yeah. And also they've got Maggie. Have I? <laughs> I mean, Tuck's like, you whiffed the last one, but you're doing a good job. Thanks. You did cut that one guy's throat, and he's still in the corner of the room trying to freeze I'm his a, own neck I'm shut. A, I'm, f- I'm f- f- fine. <laughs> uh, but he's like, Billy's got that other guy. And he's seeing all the spirit stuff that's going on. He's like, they're losing control because of whatever Ving is doing. Mm-hmm. So Tuck is wondering if he can amp that up, like make mm-hmm. it so these guys absolutely have zero control over their own powers. Mm-hmm. So he's going to use Terry, Larry, and Chad mm-hmm. uh, for the blood god to uh, hit them like a bell against like the stone Ooh. floor mm-hmm. and like re- like try and get them like like a beacon resonating. He's remembering back to when we, they were on the Clearwater and they all ate ghost root and mm-hmm. it caused like a convergence of like sp- the spirit realm. Right. Uh, and he wants to use Larry, Terry and Chad and call as many spirits as possible here to like bring the realms as close to one another as possible so that like ev- they lose even more control of their powers. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Roll Terry, Larry and Chad. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Four. <laughs> Shit, oh. plus what? Wisdom, which is zero. <laughs> what a surprise. Oh, shit. Uh, so mark a point of experience. Okay. And you totally still do that. Oh, sick. <laughs> Excellent. You slam Terry, Larry, and Chad against the ground. Against the stone ground. Doesn't break. Oh. 
but this there is like a ringing as the metal connects with the stone and uh billy and ving you can feel the ringing and after it's like a huge gong that echoes through the room and through other places and it's shaking the axe a lot like mm-hmm. tuck usually doesn't have any problem holding on to it but it's like he's losing control of it now yeah and uh all of a sudden this like huge well of grief bursts up in you and in me yeah and you ving and you billy and all of the magi and maggie everybody just for a second like kind of wails uncontrollably i I love that idea i was thinking about that with the ringing of the cave and i'm on a wolf form in the moon Mm. yeah and they start matching the the resonance and howling yeah bing bing begins howling uncontrollably and there's just this horrible keening despair does it does a memory come with it for billy it does yeah i'm back at the lake right so you're at the lake this is a different place than the shore you were at before uh, it's a lake in a mountain valley. You see like peaks, five peaks all around you. The coarse grit of the sand on your knees. The dress that you wear is wet and torn. In front of your body is a pile of stones and reeds coming out of it and the wailing is coming from those yeah. reeds. And you're just sobbing and wailing and screaming. Oh man. And the sky starts to darken. And then you're back in the room. And the screaming continues. Ving. Yes? Roth uh, is... Wailing? Wailing. <laughs> yeah. He's overcome with whatever this is. And with it, a change starts to come over him. Mm-hmm. Roll a... You just to defy danger wisdom. Perfect. To determine sort of whether or not what you did was a good idea. Nine. Nine. Okay. So he wails screams like you know tears at his hair and uh the moment passes everybody starts to kind of come down from this otherworldly grief and uh a change comes over him and a moment later you're looking at roth and then the next second you are looking at a towering polar bear whoa what (laughs) and it roars in your face and it charges forward what do you do i i brace myself i i i uh i i um as this moon-shaped wolf, I uh, howl at him and charge charge forward with all of my strength. Okay. Uh, I def- use my last hold to deal my damage. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Two. Two. Okay. Um, yeah. You. The polar bear rushes forward on all fours takes a huge swipe at you uh you dodge out of the way claw it with your moon wolfman claw Mm -hmm. and it uh bellows as it stumbles to one side and as it skids to a halt for a second it's roth and he laughs and he goes you are not their master any longer i am and then there's a huge elk in front of you billy you started chasing after the uh the figure on the stairs yeah uh, roll a defy danger dexterity because he manipulates some lever on the side of the thing he's carrying and moves it up to point at you again. Okay. Seven. Yep. If you want to keep up on this path, he's going to tag you. So I have to move out of the way, basically. Yeah. If you don't want to get hit, you have to stop chasing him. Like you won't be able to get closer to him. Dang it. Mm-hmm. 
Unless I get hit. Unless you get shot, then you can keep going. <laughs> I could get hit. Yeah, you could get hit. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, uh, roll a d10. I'm scared. Is this one? Yeah. Yeah. Two. Two, okay. Um, you hear that, and uh, the air whistles. Uh-huh. The sleeve of whatever you're wearing like puffs with blood as uh, you get like nicked. And you've been nicked by lots of things. This felt like a blade of some kind. Yeah, it's searing hot. Yeah. I keep I keep going though cuz I'm mad now. <laughs> oh my god. And he sees that he only clipped you and sees you sprinting at him and he gets up and starts running up the stairs. I'm going to get you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. How dare you corner me and my friends this way? <laughs> Coward! Coward! Uh give me another defy danger dexterity to like r- catch up with him. Ooh. Oh. Uh, 12. Holy shit. shit. Yeah. Oh my um, god. Mad. So you, like he's you're going every other stair somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> bounding. Uh, and you round you round the like curve in the stairs mm-hmm. and you see him. He does not look like he is very athletic. But he is running as hard as he can up the stairs but you're gaining on him. Mm-hmm. Tuck. You've just spent some time wailing with a grief you've never felt before, but it, you're starting to come too. And then yeah, Tuck like wipes tears from his eyes and snot from his nose. Uh-huh. He's like, I, it's someone, it's, I think someone has a cat maybe or something. <laughs> I didn't cry. I wasn't crying. You you guys are crying. I'm a polar bear allergy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It's a polar bear, I think. And uh, you you wipe your eyes and you see one of the uh, one of the Magi, uh-huh. a young man yeah. <laughs> who, who only moments before uh, was manipulating some sort of uh, you know, fist sheathed in ice, like mm-hmm. water uh, abilities, is like weeping. And then the water starts, it keeps coming and coming. And then there's just torrents pouring from his eyes. Oh, shit. And he hits the ground and he's just like gushing water everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And the other ones, uh, there's one left that is not being currently uh, manhandled by someone. And they look like they're getting ready to run. And then Tuck does like the. <laughs> the uh the bully like deke where you go, yeah <laughs> try to get somebody to flinch it's like get out of here <laughs> okay give me a uh defy danger charisma i guess yeah okay. 13 <laughs> he stands there as you stare at him and when you jerk forward he goes <laughs> he just starts running uh-huh. and as you watch him run you see billy turn the corner and start running up the stairs too okay uh I'm fine. Billy's fine. You already let him go. <laughs> he, yeah, I already made the decision to let Billy chase down a sniper, I guess. <laughs> Get shot. Uh, and Maggie finishes a uh, front chest kicking somebody into the wall. And turns to you and goes, I can go get Billy. Check on Perel. Okay. And I, I run and hop over the altar in the middle of the chamber. Yeah. And I kind of, I jump over it. And then I hit on my knees and then skid over to Perel. <laughs> and I was like, that was pretty cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Tuck. Uh, Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Are your knees okay, though? It's all stone. No, yeah. It's, they're <laughs> ruined. <laughs> uh, you roll a spelt lore. Oh, shit. 2d6 plus intelligence. Eight. Eight. Okay, something interesting, not useful. Um, Perel starts just gushing information, just info dumping on you. So he's like, okay, uh, it seems like it's some kind of old ritual for uh, for, for stealing power. Uh, it's called a rekindling. It's, it's also like a transference of power, but it, it requires uh, the, 
death of the one whose power is being taken. Oh, shit. To be complete. Okay. So that's what Roth is trying to do right now. Yeah, I think he's trying to kill Ving. Okay. I mean, and he points, and there's a huge <laughs> elk trying to stamp Ving into the ground, and you're like, yeah, he's trying to kill Ving for sure. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely have to stop him from killing Ving now we, that we have this new information. <laughs> but I don't know. I can't tell. It looks like Ving just did it, kind of forced his blood into him, gave him the power somehow. I don't know what kind of effect that's going to have. Okay. Like, is there any bad side effects to the fact that Ving did it? I don't know. And he turns the thing to you and he's like, can you read this? <laughs> There's a bunch of like old drawings and like ancient ink. And I'm like, I would, but I don't have my glasses right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Convenient. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go try and help Ving with Roth. Yeah. That seems to be the best course of action right now. Okay. Uh, Ving, a huge elk is trying to stamp you to death. What do you do? I mean, did I hear that? Um... Roll a discern realities. Twelve. Oh, that's plenty. You get three questions. What here is not what appears to be. Something that you know that all druids have. Is a tell. Is a tell. Why that is, no one's really sure. He has human nuts. I kicked them. <laughs> <laughs> you can see his human dick and balls. <laughs> Lame tell, bro. That's the weakness. That's the weakness. His <laughs> tell. <laughs> oh man uh that's great that's way funnier than what i was gonna do no. <laughs> uh but what i was gonna say is no one is yeah no one's really sure why philosophically druids have uh, suggested that it's almost a pressure release it's the channeling of those energies between the material and the spirit requires some sort of conduit so the power doesn't overwhelm the druid roth does not have a tell this power was forced on him and he is using it with wild abandon. What here is useful to me? Uh, he is using this power with wild abandon. Hmm. You can see as he continues to fight, the rage in him is definitely like a, a, a exacerbating factor. He is going at this with everything he's got. If you were to keep him fighting, to yeah. keep him angry. I gotta infuriate him more. Yeah. What other question? What's about to happen? He is just going to keep trying to kill you with every ounce of his will. Yeah. Uh, and who knows what effect that's going to have. Oh, this is what I'm doing. I keep every, because I've wounded him. Every time he comes closer, I'm putting more blood into him. Oh. Pushing more of the power. Pu in. Pushing more power. I like it. Hack and slash? Hack and slash. All right. 2d6 plus strength. I'm going to go underneath and try and um, get to that human dick and balls. <laughs> uh, I got seven. Seven. Okay. So roll your damage and then roll a d10. Five. Okay. And then roll a d10 again. One. Okay, great. Hell yeah. Um, so you go for his exposed dick and balls. Um, <laughs> are no, we really saying no. that this is his tail? <laughs> you, you go for his belly, basically. Like he's kicking up, like he's doing elk fighting moves where he gets up on his hind legs and he's trying to clobber you with his front hooves. Yeah. Uh, revealing his relatively soft underbelly. Yeah. And his flaccid dick and balls. Yeah, you get in and you swipe him a couple times. And he bellows in your face again. This time, the like throaty, like shriek of an elk. And I, I take my wolf claws, scratch it across my cheek. Boom, more blood. Yeah. And he uh, reels back and just headbutts you. And he just kind of pushes you back, but he stumbles a second. Mm -hmm. And he uh, flashes into his 
human body. You see Roth for a second. He spits a bunch of blood on the he's floor. He's sweating too. Yeah, he's like, and his eyes are just like bloodshot and wild. And then uh, you're looking into the face of uh, a towering humanoid uh, oak tree. Whoa. Uh, and it just thunders forward. Uh, Tuck, you see Roth for a second, spit a bunch of blood on the floor and then become a tree person of some kind. Your mind flashes back to uh, Mudlark and Sushi Boat when Ving took a very similar form. Oh, right. Uh, and this tree person starts thundering across the room. I run over to try and help Ving with this fight. Okay. Because I know that if we can kind of like keep Ving alive for long enough, or this is what I think, if we can keep Ving alive for long enough, then like Roth is going to- Burn himself out. He's going to burn himself out, yeah. Or something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, Billy. Um, I try to grab onto one of the pieces of the, the wrappings that's hanging off this person. Nice. Uh, Defy danger dexterity. 10. Damn, 10. Fuck yeah. Okay, so Billy, nonstop, I huge hits. Grab onto it, this little dangly bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and you pull off like uh, a wrap that was like around this person's waist, mm -hmm. basically revealing their uh, Human polar bear dick balls. Sorry, I'm sorry. Polar bear dick balls. Human dick balls. It's okay. Uh, but they're wearing many, many layers. So you get like a layer of the lower half of what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. But with it comes a pouch. And the pouch hits the ground and scattering out onto the steps and clinking down around you are dozens of those blue magic crystals that you used all those ages ago to perform your magic. The ones that you found in the deep ward. Oh, the ones that are crystallized pieces like, of magic. Like the blue crystallized oh. magical waters. Those all hit the ground and scatter. And the person keeps running up the stairs. Oh my god. Uh, can I grab the pouch and chase after him? Yeah, totally. Okay. Snatch it up uh, and keep running. He's snatching the pouch gives them just like a couple more seconds ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You hear Maggie behind you say, out of the way, nerd! And you're, whoa! <laughs> and then Maggie comes around the stairway. She's like, Billy! She leaps over you, <laughs> like one leg out, one bent like a track star. Um, so Billy watches Maggie like basically catch up with him and he feels very sad hmm. he feels very useless right now oh, oh. interesting so what does he do he just stops he's looking at the bag of crystals kind of remembering the pond with the piss monster and everything oh yeah and he's just like i couldn't even help them then i can't do anything now and he's just like a little kid right now feeling like hmm. well everyone's got it under control and then he kicks some of the crystals that were on the ground yeah and you, they do have it under control and they don't, they use you all the time. They tell you uh, that you're so special and they tell you that they care about you, but, but do they really? They're not here helping you now. Who is that? It's you. This is, what do you mean? This is how you feel. You've always felt this way. You should do something about it. Whoa. These people don't. I dropped the crystals. You. Whoa. Uh, and it does end for a second. It ebbs away. But you feel it like that sadness calling you from the chamber below. I'm gonna go catch up with Maggie. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was so cool. That was sick. <laughs> and you get to the top of the stairs. Wait, and wait, wait, wait. W was there like two Billies for a second? 
That's like the piss know. monster. That's like the bad side of Billy. Yeah, that was like a bag of per- like evil Perel. Oh <laughs> shit, Pilar. Pilar. <laughs> yeah, who knows what that was? I don't like that. Uh, and Billy, you get to the top of the stairs and you see like, you know, uh, slam through door, slam through door. Maggie has not caught up with this guy. It seems like now that he's on a flat plane, he's really getting a move on. <laughs> so he's like two rooms ahead of you. Maggie's one room ahead of you. I, I, I'm going to holler at her. Maggie. What? Catch me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> she's scared. She's like, Billy's going to get away. No, he won't. And I, I would like to do a shadow dance move. Oh, cool. cool. Okay. Cool. I need to know what this mystery wrapped up person is about. All right. So how does shadow dance work? So I have to spend a hold of fairy child and then roll plus wisdom to enter the fairy slash shadow world. Mm-hmm. On 10 plus, I remain out of body for three holds. On seven to nine, I only get one hold. Okay. Do it, Billy. <laughs> oh, this was not good. <laughs> okay, hold on. Plus wisdom. I have none. It's five. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. Yeah, okay. I'm going to use another fairy child to change it to a seven to nine. Okay. I think, is that your final one or do you have one more? I have one more. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you feel it must be something about this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that y- Your tethering to your physical body is like grasping for a second uh, before you're able to fully break away. Yeah. I felt that the whole time I was in this fortress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just as you you see Maggie sprinting towards you, <laughs> you leap into the air <laughs> as you leave your physical body <laughs> and you hit Maggie like a limp bag of bread. Yeah, but fairy Billy keeps going through her mm-hmm. and I run so fast. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what are you, you're trying to catch this guy or at yeah. least like get some info? Yeah, I want to catch them. Because you're a non-physical body right now, mm-hmm. right? But I, but I also want to see if there's like anything about him. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, two d six plus wisdom. Oh my god, these are the virginity dice. I swear <laughs> to God, how is this possible? I got a three. Oh man, you mm. had so many huge rolls for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're getting so much experience. Yeah. So you're running, you're rushing forward in your fairy form, and uh, you catch up to this body, and as you like reach out with your little fairy hands, trying to influence him in some way. You see him turn around and look down at you, and you notice that the goggles he's wearing seem to be made out of a kind of blue crystal, similar to the magic crystals that you found in the bag. Oh, oh shit. Holy shit. <laughs> and he just says, nice try, kid. Oh, <laughs> oh my God's a wizard. And then he keeps running. Uh, Billy is so shocked. He literally like gets jolted back into his body. <laughs> yeah, you just wake up in Maggie's arms. <gasps> and he's gone. Like you, he, he bursts out the door, uh, to the actual keep and Maggie skids out just after him, but he's out of sight. And Storm Norm goes, Oh, get him. Yeah. He's gone. Wow. Nice try kid. <laughs> oh, that's so I'm gonna sick. Beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. I like this guy. We cut back to the chamber. Roth is a tree. He's trying to crush you. Bing, what do you do? Oh, I thought. Oh, right. Tuck, Tuck was is on the way. Trying to keep him angry. Right. Yeah. I use. Oh, what are you waiting for? To piss him off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And you have an axe. So it's a natural enemy to a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you can f- hear Larry, Terry, and Chad go, let us at him. <laughs> I'm going to get him. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Okay. Timber, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to use what are you waiting for? Uh, roll plus con. Con? Yep. 
Okay. Here we go. It's like your physical toughness. Six plus three is nine. I can aid. Oh. Yeah, you can aid. Yeah. By distracting him. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Further goading him yeah. into attacking Tuck. Yeah, I gave my, um, I have the waiting knife and I jab it in my wolf chest and then give him a stab with the knife. The tooth knife. The you tooth knife. The, I yeah, give him a bit more of my blood and more power. I love it. Yeah. Roll 2d6 plus bond. Nice. Eight. And that distracts him for long enough that I can take Larry and Terry and Chad off my back and like throw it at him and it embeds in his back, in Roth's oak back. And then when he turns around, he sees me pissing on the... (laughs) Sean broke his glasses in half. Oh, he's trying to break his laptop. (laughs) No, it's fine. This is more for dramatic effect. He sees me pissing on the on the altar that has the illusion of that uh, of that text on it. Right. And I'm like, this is what I think of your stupid druidic practice. (laughs) Oh, my God. And uh, the axe cleaves into. And I fart a little bit and it makes the piss stream a little stronger for a second. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely Jessica. a reason to cut me off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, no, it, it is. is. It is the funniest well, reason. Look at how. Oh yeah. How hard Jessica's Jessica. Jessica loves this. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to look at it because you can't hear it in the microphone. I know. I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, the axe embeds in the wood of his uh, treant back, his dryad form. And he whips around and sees you pissing on the skin. <laughs> and it doesn't even look like he's offended. It just makes him more mad just because he's so <laughs> mad already. Uh, but as he turns, he flashes back into his Roth form and the axe like clatters to the ground behind him. And uh, this time he becomes. Oh, or what were you going to say? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Stone man. Uh, yeah. So his form shifts again. And now he's just this like thick rock golem man like an armor made of huge gray stones and he tromps across the chamber towards tuck i dive in and slide on my knees like i have a guitar in my hands Uh but i don't and i scoop up larry terry and chad and as uh, you tricked me (laughs) (laughs) you tricked me just now and um uh, as i slide by him with larry terry and chad um, the glow from their uh, uh, amethyst and the glow in my chest amethyst. Uh-huh. And I give him a uh, try and cleft him between from the bottom up. 12, 13. Holy shit. 14. Okay. I don't think I've ever rolled that. Boxcars. Roll your damage. Two. <laughs> oh, <Fuck>. wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think you do this like slide and you come up with this like swing between his clefts and uh, you hit him and you feel it like bite into the stone of this elemental form. But then something about the axe and stone in this form dissipates it instantly. And he hits the ground in his uh, human form. And he is like spitting up blood by the mouthful now. And Tuck runs up and pushes him back to the ground fully style. <laughs> yeah. 2d6 plus strength. 12? 12. <laughs> so he tries to get up and you just hit him like a train. <laughs> Uh, Billy. Uh, Billy got Maggie to scoop up the crystals, mm-hmm. and we're we're running back down to the chamber. Uh, yeah. So you get there, you hear like huge crashes and screams and bellows. You come down the stairs and you see Perel at the back of the room, furiously trying to read this book. Yeah, I take the crystals to Perel. It's like Billy. Oh, you're okay. Oh, Maggie. Okay, cool. As uh, Ving it sails across the room <laughs> from a backhand by <laughs> from Roth. 
Uh, they're trying to just keep him occupied. He's killing himself. Are you still reading the text? I'm trying, but this is in a language I, don't, I barely understand. Can I try to read it? Yeah. Okay. Here, hold these. Yeah. <laughs> Spelt lore. Spelt lore. 2d6 plus intelligence. Oh my god. Five. And I for sure don't have intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that was a five. Mark a point of experience again. It is in Elvish. My god. <laughs> 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 yeah you just can't you can't help at all you can't read this in the slightest no, there's no bees in here there's no pictures at all and why would they bring you into a situation where they know that your failings are going to make things harder for everybody you're putting people in danger they don't respect you they don't trust you yeah I fold up the the text and shove it up under my shirt you're right Perel. what 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 did you say and he's looking at the crystals where'd you get these oh uh, don't touch them. What? Uh, I put them back in my pouch into my pocket area. Uh, you should go help them. They're trying to, they just got to keep him busy. He's, he's going to run out of steam eventually. Okay. Uh, and Tuck and Ving. Ving is like running out of steam too. Yeah, oh. I imagine. Mm-hmm. And he is like staggering to his feet. Now he hasn't taken a form yet. Like after Tuck slammed him into the wall, he's just like bleeding and bruised and he's getting up and he's just like, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to be the spirit walker, and I'm going to have all of the power anyone could ever need. (laughs) Just a bunch of blood on the ground, and he stumbles around you, and he's trying to get to the altar, clearly. Uh, I I have Larry Terry and Chad. I smash the altar. Whoa. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Uh, I'll piss him off. Yeah. Defy danger wisdom. Eight. Okay. Um, you see him angling like this wildness in his eyes. Looks like he feels like he's on the cusp of his ultimate victory for some reason, despite the fact he's been getting his ass kicked. And you reach up above your head. Like above him, like I'm making it look like I'm going to get him. Yeah. And I bring it down on the altar. And it just shatters into a hundred pieces. Chunks of stone fly all over the room. Everybody feels this like wave of spiritual turbulence emit from the altar and Roth rises up from his like brutally beaten hunch and feels like he is uh, feeling a cool breeze on his face just seems elated as this blood like runs down from his mouth across his chest and he's doing the, the typical villain like, yes, yes. <laughs> and he starts like uh, his arm becomes like a bear's paw and then it like starts to go up his shoulder but then it becomes like a bird's talon Ooh. and he looks at it and then like the other hand shifts to like a horse's hoof Ooh. and then his chest is like a uh, killer whale's chest yeah there's like w- like blubber and flesh and then his legs are like crab legs and it's just like whipping back and forth he's like no Oh my god, there's a Bezoars forming into his forehead, a red, like he's mm. taking on my spirit animal too, which is oh. the lightning is starting like, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, there's like storm clouds like gathering around him like in the room. Yeah. They're just like coming into existence. And Ving, the moonlit wolf form that you've been wearing for this fight disappears. The stones clatter to the ground and you feel a similar thing, like your hands catch fire and the flames start running up your arm onto your chest and then like ice coats your body and you feel like your flesh turning to stone 
you disappear for a second and there's just like a roiling fart, uh, fart. <laughs> the most primordial of all elements. Uh, and then you feel something reaching out to you. I reach back. As you reach out to this force, the elements that you are used to controlling and manipulating start to flit away. You think your grasp on them is loosening before like you're, they're slipping through your fingers. Mm. Like it's just running through your grip. And Billy and uh, Tuck, you see like a moonrise light from his like forehead down illuminates Ving. And it just pushes the fire away and pushes the stone away and the water away until he is fully illuminated by the light of the moon. Whoa. Ving, you feel a, some kind of change happening. It's un, it feels unclear right now. Hmm. But, but also sad. Definitely. It feels like an ending in a way. Oh, whoa. Um, is this the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> we all going to die here? Everything fades to black. Uh, in the middle of Journeys Don't Stop Believing, everything suddenly cuts to black. Hmm. F-I-N. Writes on the screen. <laughs> yeah. In cursive. And then question mark. <laughs> and then period. <laughs> And then period, period, <laughs> ellipses. Um, so the moonlight begins to wash over your face and then down your body. You can feel the elements that were attempting to take hold. As it goes over my face, tears are drawn out. I am crying as mm-hmm. it goes down my body. And here's where you kind of realize what's happening. You feel your gills begin to close. <gasps> oh, whoa. No. My tail. You feel... As the light washes down your chest, the amethyst geode in your chest close up. Whoa. Oh my God. It washes down your arms. The moss falls to the ground. Falls to the ground. Oh, what? What the fuck's happening? (laughs) And it continues down your legs until you are completely bathed in moonlight. Where once inside you rested fire, earth, air, wind, there is now only the light of the moon. And as you stand there bathed in moonlight, you think for a moment of your mother and everything she taught you and everything that she helped you become. And you take a deep breath in and you feel yourself breathe out through new gills. Nature's price has finally been paid. And I think that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you to Aaron Reed, as always, for the incredible intro and outro music that he has so beautifully composed for us. Uh, Spellor actually has a SoundCloud account where you can listen to all of the original music from the show. And it's got a shit ton of music written by Abdul Aziz and composed by Aaron Reed. And also the song by you. Right. Yes, I did write Terry Knott. Yeah. Um, and thank you to all of our beautiful supporters around the world. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please, for an absolute ton of bonus content, uh, audio content, outtakes, bloopers, <laughs> fun word, almanacs, other material, artwork, merch, Whatever your heart desires can be found at uh, patreon.com slash spoutlore. And we'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can 
Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly